0: Hey, guys, welcome back to the Life by Taylor podcast, where we learn and grow together daily. It is actually the same day that I recorded what is yesterday's episode for you. It's Monday night at 10 p.m. I'm celebrating a friend's birthday tomorrow, and that required that I record this episode this evening. And the reason I'm sharing this is, first of all, because I just feel like being transparent because it's weird to me to pretend like this is a new day. And secondly, I'm just having this really profound moment with myself where I realize I'm not getting paid to do this, and I don't have to do this, but I really want to do this. And any time I saw people talk about this like idea of hustle culture and like working at weird hours and like putting in the work on the weekends, every time I tried to force that, it never worked. I truly believe that that is only possible, and it's only admirable when you're doing it from a place of joy, from a place of really loving what you do, from this deep commitment to your goals that is really true for you. Getting here was actually a result of the process of not needing to hustle and not forcing myself to work hard, just relaxing into whatever I truly, truly enjoy and want to do, quitting whatever didn't feel right for me, even if I was in the middle of it, accepting certain failures, redirecting my path, and it's just a really memorable moment for me to be choosing to work at 10 p.m. and it doesn't feel like work at all. So on today's episode, I'm going to be reading from The Power Within You by Louise Hay. And every time I think of Louise Hay, I get this deep sense of peace and love in my heart because she just has this way about the way she talks and writes that hits different. You see, for those of you that don't know who she is, she's kind of like the mother of self-help and positive affirmations. And she was a very successful motivational speaker and writer. She sold hundreds of millions of copies of her book, You Can Heal Yourself. And like most people in this space, like most leaders in this space, she had a really, really difficult life. So when you hear someone like her who's gone through really insane challenges in life... It kind of gives her an additional level of credibility because as you read her words, they sometimes sound a little bit tacky or cheesy or oversimplified. Just say you love yourself and look at yourself in the mirror and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, you cannot take away from the fact that this woman completely transformed her life from extreme hardship to extreme abundance, joy, peace, gratitude, and love. On today's episode, I'm going to be reading from the chapter Reprogramming Old Tapes on You deserve good. Think for a moment. What is it you really want right now? What is it you really want today in your life? Think about it and then say, I accept for myself blank, whatever it is you want. This is where I find that most of us get stuck. The bottom line is the belief that we don't deserve to have what we want. Our personal power lies in the way we perceive our deservability. Are not deserving comes from childhood messages. Again, we don't have to feel that we cannot change because of these messages. Oftentimes, people will come up to me and say, Louise, affirmations don't work. It really has nothing to do with the affirmations. It is the fact that we don't believe we deserve the good. The way to find out if you believe that you deserve something is to say an affirmation and notice the thoughts that come up as you say it. Then write them down because when you see them on paper, they will be very clear to you. The only thing that keeps you from deserving or loving yourself or whatever is someone else's belief or opinion that you have accepted as truth. When we don't believe that we deserve good, we will knock the pinnings out from under ourselves, which we can do in a variety of ways. We can create chaos, we can lose things, we can hurt ourselves or have physical problems like falling or, or have accidents. We have to start believing that we deserve all the good that life has to offer. In order to reprogram the false or negative belief, what would be the first thought that you would need to begin to create this new quote-unquote whatever in your life? What would be the building block or the foundation that you would need to stand on? What would be the sort of thing that you would need to know for yourself, to believe, to accept? Some good thoughts to start with would be, I am worthwhile. I am deserving. I love myself. I allow myself to be fulfilled. These concepts form the very basis of beliefs on which you can build. Do your affirmations on top of these building blocks to create what you want. Whenever I speak somewhere, someone will come up to me at the end of the lecture or write me a letter and tell me that he or she had a healing take place while he or she was in the room. Sometimes it's very minor. Sometimes it's quite dramatic. A woman came up to me recently and told me that she had a lump in her breast, and it literally disappeared during the lecture. And she heard something, and she decided to let something go. This is a good example of how powerful we are. When we are not ready to let something go, when we really want to hold on to something because it is serving us in some way, it doesn't matter what we do. It probably won't work. However, when we are ready to let go, as this woman was, it's amazing how the smallest circumstance can help us release it. If you still have a habit that you haven't released, ask yourself how it serves you. What do you get out of it? If you can't get an answer, ask in a different way. If I no longer had this habit, what would happen? Very often, the answer is my life would be better. It comes back to the fact that we don't deserve a better life in some way. So as you can see, her writing is pretty vague, but on this topic of not deserving our own good, I went to this incredible breathwork event and I sat next to a woman and she and each person in the group was actually asked to share one positive thing that happened to them this year and what they're currently working through. This woman showed up with a really handsome man that she met while traveling and they seemed very in love. They seemed really happy and she talked about how she's manifested so much abundance in her life and all of these blessings that she's always wanted but now There's a part of her that feels like, okay, when is it gonna end? Or how is it gonna end? Or doesn't fully let herself receive the abundance. And that's what's crazy. I actually spoke to her after she spoke and said, how much I can relate to that. I have another client who we've been working together almost for a year now. And she talks a lot about wanting a boyfriend and a serious relationship and working through this. Idea that the guy that she wants doesn't exist or the guy that's meant for her doesn't exist. And recently she's attracted someone who is everything she's ever wanted. It's unfamiliar and it's scary because we start to realize that even if we were handed what we want, there's a part of us that might resist it. That just because it's positive and just because it's something that we deem to be worthy or something that we would enjoy doesn't mean we'll accept it because subconsciously we have this deep feeling that we don't deserve it. And I find this so fascinating. I experience this all the time. I've, to- I've talked about this on the podcast where I really want to continue reminding myself that I deserve to succeed. I deserve to have things go my way. I deserve success because when I start to see success come, I do what she's talking about where sometimes I will stop doing what I'm doing or, you know, kind of reject it because I'm afraid of what it comes with. Or there's a part of me that believes I don't deserve it. I was watching Love at First Sight, the Israeli version. So for my Hebrew speakers, and they matched a couple that fell in love instantly. And watching them brings me to tears because I can really feel that feeling of like falling in love and meeting someone who's just a soulmate. And in their first meeting with the psychologist, they were saying to him, like, we we're so in love, we're so happy, they've only known each other for a few weeks, and they're just really loving each other, and both of them raised whatever concerns they have, and the psychologist said, all of these concerns tie back to one issue, not feeling like you deserve this, not feeling worthy of this love, This is something that we all have. We all have this, I'm not good enough, and that's why when we hear about affirmations so many times, the the main one is I am enough, I am enough. What does it truly mean, I am enough? I am enough, to me, means as I am, as I am in this moment, with my flaws, with my imperfections, with the mistakes I've made, with the things that I could work on, I still deserve love, I still deserve success, I'm never gonna be perfect. I am enough means as I am in this moment, I am as whole and complete as I ever will be and I ever was and I ever can be in this moment. On this journey of wanting to work on ourselves and become the best version of ourselves, it's so easy to get caught in this idea that we're not complete and we're not whole and there's this future version of us that we have to strive to become. But we have to learn how to work on ourselves and feel content at the same time. It's like I'm never satisfied, but I'm always content, if that makes sense. <laughs> it's weird. But I want to challenge every single person listening to this to get clear on what is it you want in life and to start repeating this affirmation of, I accept this for myself. Another thing I want to accept for myself is success in this podcast and my journey as a content creator, as a speaker, as a writer, that I, I accept that for myself. I accept success in my career for myself. And there's always that little whisper that's like, well, why do you deserve it? And what makes you so special? (laughs) And that is where our work lies. The last thing I want to talk about is how she said that every bad habit that we're not letting go of is because we gain something from it. And I was talking about this with a friend recently. There's nothing that we do as humans that we don't continue doing unless we are gaining something from it, even if it's harmful, even if it's dangerous, even if it's unhealthy. When I was smoking weed, it gave me temporary relief from feeling emotions. It gave me a way to numb myself from certain emotions. When I eat unhealthy, it gives me a false sense of comfort and like love in my life. And asking yourself, what is it that I gain from this? can really help you get closer to the truth and also accept that you can provide whatever that is for yourself in a way that doesn't harm you. Because a lot of the times these habits are actually causing you harm. And like she said, if you asked yourself, what would happen if I stopped smoking? Hmm, I'd probably feel much better. So then why am I not doing it? Well, because you don't fully deserve that you can and should feel better. So a ties back to our sense of self-worth and I think it's important for everyone listening to this to know that this is a universal feeling. This is something that almost I would say every single human being experiences on some level or another in some area of their life or others in some area of their life. That's insane but that's also comforting. It's not a you problem as personal as it feels, as much as it feels like the things that make you feel unworthy because of your childhood trauma, because the stories you were told, because something someone said to you that you accepted as truth, it feels so personal, but it's so human at the same time. I get a lot of comfort in realizing that the people I look up to most, the Kanye, Oprah, Kobe Bryants of the world, They have this too, or they had this and worked through it, but still, I don't think you can ever fully get rid of it. I think you can control how much it manages your life. I think you can become more aware of it, and it will definitely shrink, and I think it can definitely dissolve into a subtle feeling and not something that is taking over, of course, and not something that is robbing you of your own abundance and success, But I do think it's just a part of being human, that we have these deep feelings that make us feel like we don't deserve what we want. So there's definitely a lot to think about on this subject, and hopefully each one of you gets clear on two things here. What is it you truly want? And creating some affirmations around why you actually do deserve that, why you are accepting your worthiness around having that. And second, to ask yourself the habits that are stopping you from achieving who you want to become, understanding what you gain from them, the false gain, right? So that you can become more aware of how to provide yourself whatever that is in a way that's real. I'm going to journal about this for sure tomorrow morning, and honestly, just sharing mine out loud has already helped me, so hopefully this will help you guys as well. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please screenshot it, share it on your story, tag me. If you know someone that you think will enjoy it, please share it with them because we're here to not only help ourselves, but to help as many people as possible. And if you feel called to support this podcast in any way, you can do that by rating it or signing up for a monthly donation that makes this podcast possible. Thanks again. I love you all. Have a good night, good morning, good day, wherever you are. It is past my bedtime. So I'm going to go to sleep now. (laughs) I love you guys. And I'll be back tomorrow.